0: These are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to WonderfulPistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your
1: body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me, Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right, no fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank, it's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com,
0: This is Germany.
1: And this is Brittany. And
0: this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast.
1: A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike.
0: Join us weekly as we sit down to have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more.
1: And trust. If we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do.
0: Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, Inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before.
1: It's Homegirl Vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny.
0: A lot of fucking funny.
1: So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back,
0: welcome, welcome back. back, welcome, boom, boom, Okay. Hey, y'all. What it do, boo? Welcome back to the Black River Bottle Podcast. Yes, ma'am.
1: So, how's your weekend? My weekend is cool. Uh, do anything low-key. exciting? Not really, just handle business, but I am feeling a little under the weather today. So so say a prayer that she makes it Say through. a prayer for me this week that I tackle this shit because I cannot be sick. I don't want to be sick. I don't. So pray. Prayers. Prayers. But how was yours?
0: It was pretty basic. Pretty
1: chill. Okay.
0: Just a little adulting on we Saturday. We all need a
1: couple of basic weekends. It can't be full throttle all the time. It's just no. not realistic. And that's probably why I'm sick. Because I had two back to backs. Drake. Drake, I draked it. My birthday weekend, coupled with Labor Day weekend, and now look at me. Yeah, it's just Sick. been a lot. Yeah, so
0: it's okay. You'll we, you'll you'll beat this bitch. I
1: fall down, but I get up. Right. <laughs> Knock <laughs> down
0: nine. What is it? Knock down ten. Knocked down
1: nine times, but I stand up ten. There we go, Cardi. Cardi. In. The Cardi. Yes. Cardi. Okay. So, so,
0: I hope you feel better.
1: Thank you. I hope so too. So, new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. Oh, car. Speaking of car. car. <laughs> oh, car. um that. Cardi and Nicki Minaj.
0: Rumble in the Jungle.
1: Lord, a fashion week Cardi was fed up, okay? We all know that there's been a lot of back and forth between Cardi and Nicki. We're well, really not even, I guess. Okay, there has been back and forth in the sense that Nicki's been doing the sneak diss and Cardi's just been vocally out there about Nicki Minaj. Like, you know, the bitch just hating. Mm-hmm. She always has something to say with me, say to me about me. And, and she said,
0: "We we 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 squashed the beef twice already, right? And it keeps coming back." She approached
1: up. her, probably trying to you know squash it, and Nikki probably gave her that little, you know, I don't have a problem, you know, I don't have a problem. I love everyone, you know. I said that I loved you. <laughs> I said that I loved you before, you know. There was just a misunderstanding, I and I wish someone would have there had was my a misunderstanding. back.
0: misunderstanding.
1: So that's how she talks; like she drags it out. I I I mean. I don't know. Right. Like, she's just oblivious to what the fuck's been going on. But Cardi was like, not today. Apparently, she um, said things about baby culture or favorited tweets talking negatively about baby culture and Cardi's parenting abilities. And that was the final straw for Cardi. She's like, not my child. Not my daughter. Don't bring my cub seed.
0: into it. Her cub. So,
1: she took off her shoe and she threw it. And that caused a little bit of a, a Scuffle. tussle. Scuffle. Mm-hmm.
0: I, they Ra didn't really Ali. fight.
1: They didn't really fight.
0: No, they didn't. Ra uh, Ra Ali. Is it Ra? Yeah, Ra. Ra Ali. Is gave... that
1: Nikki's bestie? Like who is? They're really she... cool. Yeah. Okay.
0: She basically gave Cardi the 1-2 on the, the forehead, that little knock, knock, that she... knock I knock. was like, "Wow. She really looked like
1: I mean, she didn't look bad, but that, whatever they put there. Right. She didn't look like she got beat to a bloody pulp, but Riley <laughs> definitely got one.
0: She, it, it immediately swelled up, like, it looked like a little horn. I was like, what's going on with Cardi, the horn? At
1: first, I didn't notice the knot. I just saw, like, Child. her eyeliner, her um, eyebrow powder was, like, kind of in disarray. And I'm like, girl, she done wiped off her eyebrow. Then I noticed the knot. I noticed the skin raised. I'm like, Lord, Cardi done got <laughs> not wrong place wrong time well that's what people are saying wrong place wrong time but when would she ever see nikki i don't know but i mean that wasn't the time you getting
0: so much money you know like you're you you have such an influence at this time and yeah you know but you have to learn how to separate the two and that's what cardi hasn't completely she hasn't mastered that ability with her celebrity you know, you can't let people get, get you all riled up.
1: She may need to have somebody just strictly manage her social media. But at the same time, this is not all on Cardi. No. Nicki Minaj needs to shut the fuck up. She's been bothering people, pestering people for years now. But Nikki also knows that
0: in the public, she's not going to get active. She never will. Don't get active at all shit.
1: then. It's not about public or behind the doors. Just don't. Because she's not, she's not doing anything to you. Leave her the fuck alone. I agree. I'm just saying, Cardi. Could have taken the higher road. Now she's I get been it. taking. it I though. get it.
0: She's been taking it, but unfortunately, you're a celebrity, and you're not a basic bitch from around the corner anymore. So you cannot respond that way.
1: But she still is a basic bitch at heart. She said, "If you have beef with me, we gonna be forever."
0: forever. I know that. And she's but... been
1: saying. She's been vocal about that. She said, "As soon as she dropped that baby, she's gonna be dropping bitch shit." So yeah, she's but a but woman of her elevate. word. To you gotta that.
0: elevate. It sucks. I mean, and- Nikki
1: needs to elevate to allow Cardi to elevate shit. Nikki is sick. Stop talking about her and everybody else. She already talked about baby stormy.
0: I know we know how Nikki is, but people need to take the Beyonce approach.
1: No, I don't agree. Everyone's not Beyonce. So people can only go as far. I mean, she can only go as far as she can go. Honestly, she's taken the Beyonce approach multiple times. And this time she was fed up. I mean, understand that kids are a sensitive area. She was probably like, no, enough. So she cut up.
0: She cut up for sure.
1: She cut up. I I just feel like you can't expect everyone to take the high road all the time. You just can't. So leave people the fuck alone.
0: You can't. I just want Cardi to, I don't want people to call her crazy or look at her crazy and da 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 because she's already from the hood. She already makes it like, hey, I don't give a fuck. I'm a bitch from the Bronx and I'm crazy and I'll go there. But like, at what point do you realize like there's a, there's levels to this shit sis. You've leveled up. Like I don't, I, I, you've leveled up. People say shit all the time. Nikki is one of those people who says shit. Nikki all the is time. one of those
1: people that keeps saying shit. I know she needs and the, to be if silenced. If it's not Nikki,
0: it's going to be somebody else. So she needs to sucks. be silenced. It sucks. Nikki needs to stop trolling. And you know, maybe Cardi wouldn't respond the way she does. But also, we need somebody, yeah, to maybe manage this. Manage. Her. Yeah,
1: like maybe if she didn't see it all the time, she wouldn't be so affected. She just at this point. She's not going to be able to just scroll through comments and scroll through social media because there is a lot of negativity as well as positivity. But we all know that we focus on the negative negative and it's dragged her at this point, especially when it comes to culture. She probably figured out a way to manage everything else because she's been dealing with that for a while now. But culture is new. So she has to figure out new ways to cope with the comments about culture. Sucks people even talk about people's children, but some people just are sick as fuck. And they don't care. No one's off limits. So
0: that's the sad part about celebrity, you know, it's just when you put your life out there, you just are so susceptible and vulnerable to people being mean and hateful. You know? Right. Even if you don't ask for it, like nobody asks for it.
1: No, no one does. It's it's just a part of the game. Leave me the fuck alone. It just comes with the game. I'm sure she just wants to live her life and make her coin and that be it. Yeah definitely But people I feel like Nikki being Of the same caliber as Cardi B Should fucking know better Like people in the shade room The day to day people You know they do what they want to do But Nikki come on now You know firsthand how this shit feels Stop Grow up I think
0: Nikki only respects people Who she knows are like better than her Like Beyonce She will never come for Beyonce
1: She don't respect people that are better than her either she number, number two album and she pissed Because she's a number two album
0: No but like people who she knows She probably doesn't think Travis is better than her She knows Beyonce is better Like she people She has well, like high self esteem Huh? Char-
1: that's a character, major character flaw It is If you only can respect people that, be- that are better than you Then what the fuck are you doing sis I Humble know saying
0: I, I know that that's how she gets down. And
1: that further confirmed knees issue? like,
0: "Oh, Lauren Hill, I loved you so much since I was a child." Oh my gosh. Remember when she was doing that? Right. Like, "Get your ass up off the floor."
1: <laughs> God. I mean, we all love Lauren, but she needs to be stopped. Come on. I'm just tired of her. She's been cutting up too much to where my my um tolerance my tolerance for her is at an all-time low it's at the floor it's non existent shut the fuck up and leave people alone that's what i'm saying for nikki leave him alone i wish she would have at least got hit if the fight was going to break out i wish she would have at least got her ass beat you know because i mean there can't be a fight at every event so if the fight popped up you want to get wore out yeah i mean because we can't take back the fact that a scuffle happened so might as well have made it worth it that yeah. way, it could have just been dead. It, like, Cardi cut up that one time. She beat Nicki Minaj's ass. We can close that book and put it back on the shelf. And that's it. I don't want Cardi at every time Every time she sees Nicki Minaj. Trying to catch the fade. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> if she would have just caught it this time, that would have been a perfect way to end it. Caught the fade. Done. But she didn't. So, that's that. She can't keep popping off. No, it can't be a reoccurring theme. It can't. Can't be. So, you either
0: wear her out like a jean jacket once or... Are dead go. it, period. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about Nas and Khalees? <sighs> Is that something you want to go? You want to go there?
1: I mean, that further proves the point that we don't know what, everything we think we know when we get one side of the story. Because uh, we
0: were over here standing
1: with Khalees. In solidarity. For battered soli- women.
0: Standing in solidarity. Ready to go cancel Nas. Mm-hmm. People were canceling Nas. He got we were,
1: canceled, yeah. We were
0: canceling him. Only to find out that she's a crazy bitch.
1: That further proves we got to stop with the cancel, the premature cancel.
0: We need all the details we need everything we laid cancel. out on the table.
1: Then we can further evaluate, are we canceling or keeping? Because yeah. the cancel, the reinstate, cancel, reinstate, it's old. And now who's canceling Khalees? I saw people canceling Khalees. I saw oh. people under her picture like evil. She was going back and forth with them, too. She was like, so you think? And they were like, let the man see his son. They were under her picture coming for her. I think all celebrities should just turn their comments off. Turn them off. Unless you're Beyonce. Turn your comments off. Because hate is spewed. Crazy levels in these comments. So yeah. Nas. Um, just in case you all don't know. Nas came out with the blank screen. The iOS press release. Seriously. Seven of them. And basically explained that. Khalees lied. He said he's never put his hands on her. He said that she's being spiteful and making and it difficult. using struggle. Yeah. This battered woman's struggle as her own. And he said that she's being spiteful and making it difficult for him to see his son, which is why he took it to the court in the first place, because they couldn't come up to an agreement on their own. He even said back in the day he went as far as restarting a relationship with her so that mm-hmm. he could be around his son. And, I mean, he just got tired. Um, I must say, it's believable. It seems believable.
0: I think so. I, 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 I'm believing it. I'm like, you know, Nas does seem like a mild mannered man. Now, not that they probably didn't have some rough times and it got a little crazy. once Substance, substance was involved, drinks and so on and so forth. Not saying that, but the level of which she explained him, I'm like, wow. Right. This man of very few words was getting at you. Not that it's not possible, but. Right. She just strikes me as the vindictive type. Like, she might come and try to do some spiteful shit.
1: And if you are vindictive, like, at this point, you guys have been separated for years. The son's, like, what, nine or ten? Yeah, he even said, like, you're married again. You're married, you have another child. And also, think about night. Yeah,
0: he's like, it's just our kids. That was our
1: purpose. Let
0: me see my kid.
1: Yeah, think about what's in the best interest of the child. And carrying on in this way is definitely not. I can tell you that. So, no one... No one wins when the family feuds. Period. That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. So hopefully they can figure it out. I know she wants more coin. He was like, if you want more coin, so be it. Or something. <laughs> what? If we like, if giving you more coin is going to
0: allow Help me, me see to see my, my son,
1: you know, damn, it's just. Then then
0: I'll break bread.
1: It's a shame because kids need their fathers.
0: They do. It's sad.
1: Especially our young men. Everyone. So figure it out, sis and bro. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So, sadder news. Oh, God. I know. This is sad. But Mac Miller, my little brother.
1: (sighs) This one hurt. This one hurt. Mac Miller. I'm getting over here getting teary eyed. Seriously. Mac Miller passed away from an apparent drug overdose at 26 years old. We already know that he battled with addiction problems. So, this is deeper than the check on your strong friend narrative. Yeah, please. He he had an addiction issue. You can check on people who have addictions all day. But it's deeper than that. And I'm just sad. Sad that the addiction won in this case.
0: Yeah, that was Because he was fucking
1: dope. If you don't listen to Mac Miller, and if you do, you know. Legend. Yes, legend. People are arguing that he's not a legend saying no. he's not prince or michael jackson look you don't have to be prince or michael jackson like to be icons a there's levels to this shit yeah that's like an art those he's people a legend became, in his own right yeah those he's people, talented he's a producer he composes his own music he's a lyrical genius he's his personality is just out of this world the man legendary yes
0: those people who like surpass like um like celebrity, like Beyonce. Beyonce's like iconic at this point. She's an icon, lady. Yeah, (laughs) she's an icon. Michael Jackson, icon. Prince, Prince, icon. icon. Those people, Whitney Houston, icon. These people with an, an immense amount of celebrity where it's just, like you said, it's levels. Those people who get to that level, okay, we're not saying he's a Mike Jackson. Right. We're not saying that, but we are saying that he was talented. He was just... So kind. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know him. That's why he's I do my too. little brother.
1: We connected. <sighs> if you saw him live, there was just she just bodied his performance. The music was so soulful. Like you can really feel the music in your soul. The way those sounds were composed, the way he composes those sounds.
0: Real, real <sighs> tears. On Friday, I was like, I I, can't I couldn't believe,
1: believe it. it when I saw that. I was like, no.
0: Bitch, when you text me, my heart, I feel like somebody literally took a knife and stabbed me in the stomach.
1: Yeah. My it wasn't even
0: lumping through. It was stabbing the stomach. I was like, guys, I got to take a moment off the floor. I
1: almost didn't even want to text you because, you know, like you don't want to text people when they're close to people to tea. I was like, well, I can't call her. She's at work. She's going to be like, Brittany, what the fuck?
0: Girl, but- when you sent me that message, I had my eyes turned red like. Like they're about to do right now. My, I, I told my coworkers, like, I need a moment. I have yeah, to go to my office. Yeah, tears Because that guy was my guy. Yeah. I remember the first time I heard Mac Miller, we were playing it in Guess, a random song. And I was like, oh, I like Who this kid. Yeah. And then I started listening to his music. And then Objects in the Mirror came out. And that was like 2012-ish. And ever since then, it's just been a thing. And then I said, Brittany, you want to go with me to the concert? You're like, yeah. What the fuck?
1: I was like, sure, because I knew him.' always well. Really yeah. Sad. And then that's when he became my guy. Ever yeah. since then he's been my guy. So this is sad, sad to see him go sad that this addiction that he's been battling with for a long time. They're going to be
0: releasing an autopsy. Yeah,
1: they are. Over the and that's just going to reopen the wounds no
0: we need to know
1: I know I agree we do need to know it just hurts every time more information
0: yeah I mean it does when I was looking at stuff on the internet I'm like I I it just brings up all these ideas like he's gonna have a funeral and they're gonna have to be there and and I know his friends and his family are just dragged to hell
1: yeah because he was super close with all of his friends his family his mom his older brother
0: everybody he brought
1: his all his uh, posse his
0: homies up with him they were all like working with him and for him and I just know that that's, like, a level of hurt, that kind of pain where you really just, like, it's just sad. 26 years old is young as fuck.
1: Yeah. Thought we had more time with that guy. I know. And then I'm thinking, like, you know, this is just a perfect
0: time. Get your shit together. Yeah. You know, just get your shit together. If you're struggling with something, really tap in. Because we just don't know. We don't know. It's like in Hercules. Remember when those three those three gatekeepers whoever they were this is real hercules the one that one, the cartoon one where they were gonna snip you didn't watch hercules i did but i don't remember it baby. remember they had everybody had like a line which was like their lifeline and when the scissors got close they cut it and then the person my whole thing is that you just don't know you don't know when the good lord's gonna reach in and take you up out of something really take you out Mm -mm. so get your shit together you know I don't want people to go from drug overdose and drug addiction.
1: I don't either. Motherfucker. And that's why we preach about self-care, mental health, mental awareness. And we're going to touch on addiction too. Gratefully, neither one of us has been addicted. But that doesn't mean we can't talk about it. Addiction has affected my life, I guess, kind of indirectly. Not by me being addicted, but from other people suffering with addiction. So I feel like we're able to speak on it. But... That's why we preach about self, taking care of self, because when it comes to addiction, it's you battling yourself, battling these when these demons that are inside of your head. It's like a never-ending battle. And you numb the pain with the drugs and with the alcohol. Oh, I know someone who's losing their life to alcohol addiction. It just sucks. And it just hits you with the drug. Like a ton of bricks. Yeah, so prayers up. For anyone that's battling addiction, we pray for your strength yes. and hope that you can overcome this battle. Seriously, we yeah. don't want to lose, keep losing our young people like this. No. So, um, wow. On well, that somber ass note. Right. Transition. Can we pick it up, please? We're gonna pick it up. Can right you now. keep up, baby boy? All right. Woo! I need a shot. Actually, no, no, <laughs> no. no. I don't. An energy shot. Yeah, yeah,
0: some kind of juice. Yeah. Okay, so really quick, girlfriends and boyfriends, if any boys are listening, mm-hmm. make sure you go and pick up your Homegirl Vibes t-shirt. That's available right now. Okay?
1: Yes, they are, Super cute,
0: super cozy, super comfortable. So um, you can go to shop.theblackgirlbravado.com. The perfect piece. Perfect piece.
1: Dress You're it up, dress it, up, it You can dress it down. We both unplanned wore ours today yeah so cute yeah it was random but yeah but it worked so, so. it works so get yours the we cotton see is you guys. so soft it's like a relaxed it, fit when i put this on today i was like wow it's a good quality tea. Good
0: quality. the tea. cotton
1: is so soft it falls so cute you mm-hmm. can wear it if you want to wear it oversized you can order a size up it's unisex fit but you know if you really want the oversized look you can order a size up or if you want to order your size you can do that too you can tuck it into some mom jeans you can wear with a mini skirt you can wear it with some gauchos anything it's so cute super cute so we want to see you all in your homegirl vibes tees
0: yes and it's good quality because the homegirl vibes isn't printed it's It's
1: embroidered embroidered. so this ain't going nowhere it's not you can can wash it it. Yeah. yeah feel free it's a long-lasting quality shirt that'll be here as long as the podcast is here. We Which is forever. Really forever. <laughs> so yeah, get your shirts. We love you for it. Yes. Also, another form of payment. Yeah. Rating. We're on the offering. Review. We're at the offering portion of the podcast. What else is?
0: We're passing the collection plate around.
1: Yes. Um,
0: thanks to everybody who has rated and reviewed. We really appreciate it. Y'all showed your, up and showed out this week. Yes, that's your way of letting us know that what we're doing matters. That what we're doing is important to you and it's adding value to your life. Because how else will we fucking know? We so wouldn't. We we see we, we, we need your validation. Yes. That's the reality. We receive support in various forms. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy a shirt if you don't have any coins, but it's free to rate and review.
1: It's absolutely free. Yeah.
0: So make sure you um Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl to tell her homegirl.
1: Yeah, and a couple of homegirls said they had trouble finding it, so I said I would talk about it on the podcast really quickly. So if you are listening on iTunes, unfortunately, that's the only way that we receive rating and reviews right now. Um, If you're listening on iTunes, just hit your purple podcast app. Go to the magnifying glass that says search, type in. The Black Girl Bravado podcast, even if you already have it downloaded, you still need to search and type. Then, hit the show, go down until you see see stars, and write a review in like a little gray box. Rate the review, that's the stars. Type up a sweet message, and then submit. Ta-da! Simple. So, I hope you're doing that right now. Pausing it, go ahead and do that. And then, bring your ass back. There you go. Bring that ass back. So, we're back. Okay. Uh last week actually before last week oh
0: what's that the facebook group oh facebook group y'all Keith. going up in the facebook group.
1: yes the facebook group is reaching new heights girls if you're not in the facebook group yet um i don't know what you're doing but the girlfriends are in there the cardi bt hit the facebook group before he hit here right <laughs> and you know what we were talking and i'm like
0: be encouraged. Yeah, feel free Spark to go the in combo. there. That's what is there for. Please don't wor- don't wait on us to spearhead a convo. Don't, because it's there for you guys. It's there for us. It's there for its community. Yeah. So if you find something relevant, or if you want to share something, or if you want questions and that need answers, get your ass in that Facebook group and ask your sisters.
1: Yes, the. Black I feel girl. like a
0: black mother. Ask your sister for some help.
1: Right. Go to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, Homegirl Hangout on Facebook. All of that is necessary for you to find the group, and you'll see us there chilling like we do. Yeah. All right. So last week, what last happened? week, what happened? Oh. You know I gotta pull it all up. Last week we were talking about break up to breakthrough.
0: Oh, yeah. Also, the Breakup to Breakthrough playlist is up. Oh,
1: yeah. We joked about it, but a homegirl was like, oh, I thought y'all really was going to drop a playlist. So, of course, we was like, well, we got to drop a playlist. Right. What are we so, do it for
0: y'all. So, it's also, um, you can search the playlist. You can just search Germany. Is it Germany, Manny? My full name? Yeah. Yes. Germany, the full government. Type that in. The playlist will come up as well as all the other playlists that are curated. Um, so, Feel free to subscribe. Also, we added it to the description. So all you got to do is go back to your episode 63 and the link is right there. We make it easy for you. Mm -hmm. So in last week's episode from breakup to breakthrough, how to get over your ex, we discussed experiencing breakups and the challenges associated with moving on. We provided tips and suggestions centered around mindfulness and self-care to help you navigate such a difficult space because it's fucking hard. It is, but you are not alone. Not you alone. are not alone. We should have put
1: that on the playlist. Oh yeah, we are here, here with, with you. you. Yeah, so you'll All get through it. Away. Girls okay. were in the um, girlfriends were in the Facebook group, giving tips and suggestions on how they got over Facebook. I mean, how they like, out what? of a, how they got over a breakup, and it ranged from things that's deleting everybody, family, friends, cousins, first cousins, everybody, the full cut off to the um. Cord breaking ritual. What was it? The, the what? It? The cord breaking ritual? Oh, cutting the candle. Cutting the cord ritual. I was like, Wow. Um, the, the rituals kinda took so me down. There's a whole bunch of things. I mean that works for some. It's kinda like the new moon ritual. Yeah, I know. Um I didn't know there was have one to go for
0: the
1: the next step because sometimes you just can't shake that nigga. So the girlfriend's got tips in there for you if you wanna go the extra mile. Yes. So get on in there. This week though. This week. We're, we're talking tra- about being black. Black, black, black on black Blickety, on black. Blackity, blackity, Boy What is that? I'm blackity, blackity. Black. I'm black. Black. Cue the buddy. Black. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about being black and we're proud. Yeah. Being un-
0: unapologetically black. So one of the girlfriends basically was like, can y'all talk about being unapologetically black? Yeah. And she we're did. like, why not? Mm-hmm. Of course we can So, as you know, we had an episode,
1: I think it was 11, Black in the Workplace. Mm -hmm. Now I got to check. Black in the Workplace, where we talked about some of the struggles we face by, just like the title says, being black in the workplace or black in corporate America. Mm -hmm. It's not a struggle that's foreign to us.
0: No. You know? Because we're girls working in corporate America and we happen to be black. Yeah. So, oh, it wasn't 11. What was it? I feel defeated.
1: What was it? I'm looking. Okay. Um, But yeah, so in that episode, we talked about how we're affected by being black in the workplace. But today we're going to be talking about how we deal with just being black in general everywhere. Right. Because it's a thing. It's a thing now, more now than ever. All of the issues that have been taking place have really caused a lot of us to really tap into our blackness. Because they've been trying to drag us out. They've been trying to drag us out since the beginning of the time from slavery, sis. From slavery, systems were put in place to put black people at the back of the to- at the bottom of the totem pole. Okay. I can't. Find we remain made- black. Episode. Girl, give it up. We're here now. <laughs> Shit. Um. Ugh. Like I was saying, yeah. These systems were put in place starting at slavery. Our ancestors. We were put in a position to be at the bottom of the totem pole and made to feel inferior to white people because of slavery. And we're still we're still suffering from some residuals from that. Yeah. Oppression is we're oppre- we're mentally oppressed. It's Finan- already in our
0: minds. Yeah. You know, it's like a kind of like an uh, I mean, we just understand the struggles of being black. We haven't been able to break loose of that. And it, maybe it's not us. Maybe it's society. Because we live in a, a world that's built on this shit. Oh,
1: hell so yeah. So, all the pieces are put into place to keep us the way we are. Girl, from our neighborhoods. Yes. To our opportunities. Like, the, the ghetto. The ghetto wasn't something we just created because we wanted to. The ghetto was created to keep us For in us, one place. right? Bring and all then segregation in. came. Or integration. They were trying to integrate us into what was segregated. Right. And that wasn't easy. The Jim Crow. Woo, child. So... We're still suffering from this. Ghetto still exists. And who be in the ghettos? Minorities. Not yeah, our Caucasian. The disenfranchised. Not our, car- our Caucasian. I can't even speak. Not okay. our Caucasian partners. It's us.
0: Yeah.
1: Our Latinas, our Latinos, and our blacks.
0: Yeah. And because of that, black people, we generally feel like we have to work twice as hard to get some regular shit. We got to really put our nose to the ground
1: mm-hmm. to come
0: up with the same amount as Becky.
1: We do because we never got our forty acres and a mule. No, we didn't. We didn't, and that's what we needed to get ahead. Like you know how <laughs> we you need d- our forty acres. We did. You know how the Jews, like by the time they turn eighteen, they already have a piece put aside for them, because that's how their structure was created. Something put aside for you, something for when you, when you get to the level of adulthood, this is yours, so that you can build up on this, a head start, a jump start. Right. We didn't even get our basics, our forty acres and a mule, so we we've been behind trying to play catch up. Trying to get our shit (laughs) And it's tough
0: Right So today with everything that's going on um, You know with the climate And the state of the country And the world that we're living in We just want to talk about being unapologetically Black and loving your black Ass self and not giving a fuck About what these cracker ass crackers (laughs) (laughs) And disclaimer We are not racist Black people can't be racist I'm just saying it because people are like, eh, We're not right prejudiced. Man.
1: Yeah. I that's love not, all people. If you're good, if you're a good person, I fucks fuck with you. you. Yeah. Period. But... But period. we are talking about cracking ass crackers because that's the thing. <laughs> it is. It's the white people that fuck us over. Right. If that's not you, then you cool. But if it is you, fuck you. So basically, the core of
0: being unapologetically black, because this is more of a new term, right? It's not a new idea, but it's a newer term. Mm-hmm. And this basically means that we will not... And we do not apologize for being who we are. That's just it. We motherfucking tired. <laughs> we motherfucking tired of like having to worry about what the white man think, what the white man going to say. It's tiring how they're going to feel around me and me being my black ass self. Me just being who I am. Me just being who the fuck I am. We're tired of that. And when you're unapologetically black,
1: you don't give a fuck anymore. You don't. That's what we. That's what it means. Being unapologetically black also means that we're able to remove these negative stigmas mm-hmm. that are associated with what our white counterparts decided is a pro- is the appropriate way to be black. Yeah. No, it ain't, We define in our own terms. We're doing what we want to do. We're not going to comply to what you think or how you think we should be acting. We're done with that. Right. Take me as I am, Mary J. Mary Fla- J. Take, Take me. me as i am <laughs> yeah we're done take me here
0: i am yeah you know it's just like and we're moving ahead but like when you're the kind of like like a coon not even a coon just like you're the token black person you know
1: you meet you fit all the stereotypes you fit not the stereotypes like of what a good black would I'm be. i'm saying you fit the stereotypes in a white person's mind
0: of what a good black would be or not
1: oh okay let me let you finish your thought i, I thought yeah, you were I'm going saying, another like,
0: direction even in the workplace i heard molly Yvonne orgy who was on the Breakfast Club, and she was doing her interview, and she was making a statement that Molly's struggling now in um, in insecure. We're talking about insecure. Molly is struggling at the black firm because at the white firm. She, she fit, was a token She black. fit the mold of like, oh, right. you're a good black. You know right. what I mean? You wear your hair straight. She fit the Eurocentric idea of what black should be. The socially like,
1: acceptable image of a black woman. You come to work. You're dressed nicely.
0: You don't talk loud. Your hair is straight. You speak educated. You speak, yeah. You speak great with great grammar. That. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you're one of those kind of blacks, it's all good. Because they have the idea of like, oh, this is what a black person should do. This is how a black person we should look. We can accept you like this. This is the <laughs> only way we can accept you. Because right. if you come any other way, it's going to be problems, issues, issues, right?
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, we have to stop giving. We're not. We're no longer that. concerned with that. Just be who you are. That's it. Because it it can. I've been. I've code switched. I do have to code switch. I mean, yeah, we have to assimilate in in the in the proper
0: like contexts of like where you have to go what you have to do it's inevitable i can't
1: say nigga at
0: work even no not even
1: nigga but oh when you be code switching like just basic things like say for instance we have a skype group at my job and skype has some automatic responses mm-hmm. um and one of the automatic responses was something like um I'm, I'm trying to think of something that's not grammatically correct it was like you coming over instead of okay. Are you coming over? Okay. Right. Okay. So I have to co-switch at work because if I'm speaking with you, I'm gonna be like, "You coming over?" Mm-hmm. But if I'm speaking with my coworkers, "Are you coming over?" Yeah. And so full in the sentence. Skype group, <laughs> right in the Skype group, one of the options was "You coming over," and my coworker <laughs> was like, "Wow, look at Skype. Only two out of the only two out of three options are grammatically correct." And in my head, I'm like, "That's correct. <laughs> you coming over?" full sentence. Right. You coming over? All you gotta do so, is put a question mark. Right. Is you coming
0: over, let me know. Yeah. So
1: I have to code switch in, in settings like that because yeah. even though you coming over is one of the options, I know I'm mindful that I need to say, Are you coming over? Yes. Yes. In the same way, like some
0: people, some blacks, like I'll say my grandma for sure. She will not eat watermelon in public what she, okay I mean, but my grandma also was born in the 40s yeah she had it tough tough so she's like i ain't eating no goddamn watermelon they ain't gonna see me putting that big ass piece of fruit stop across my seriously she will not and it's some people who don't want to eat chicken in yeah. front of white people you know because it's like stereotypical like i'm not drinking grape soda sis i'm not eating chicken i'm not eating watermelon right in front of whites But fuck that. White people eat watermelon. They eat chicken. White people eat chicken. Right. And white people fuck grape soda up. They do, girl. So, no. And that's just an example. Yeah. Right? Also, being unapologetically black means that we're always willing to advocate for the betterment of other blacks and defend our ethnicity and our race. Yes. So, this is a good example. You know, like when you're around white people and they'll try to say, oh my gosh, she was so ghetto. That, I'm like, hold on. Right. Not your place. Not, not your place against my people. Not like my raggedy ass family. <laughs> I can say what I want about my family, but if a listener or somebody walked up and was Girl, like, "Girl, you seen your raggedy ass family lately?" Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to say,
1: "Sis, that's mine. That's my people. Those are my and people." And that's to what talk I, about. I can talk about them, but you can't. Same. Remember, I told you about my coworker who had to move over to South Central. My former yes, coworker. Yes, tell them this story because I'm So my, my former know. coworker. Um, she got let go and she used to live in Culver City, but she had to move to South Central because coin um, over by USC. If you're from L.A., you know how sketchy that area yeah, can be. Yeah, you can go good,
0: good, So here. she had
1: came to visit the office, you know, catch up, and I had walked into the break room and I caught the tail end of my coworker saying, so Susie, tell us about how it is living in the ghetto. Record fucking scratching my head. I'm like, <laughs> oh <God." "Exc-> what? What? <laughs> Tell her, tell them about how it is living in the ghetto, sis. No, because at this point, that's where you live. You need to cope. So she was talking about, yeah, there's these ice cream trucks that go through the neighborhood and they play music super loud. And I honestly think that they may be selling drugs from the truck. And then there's like dogs that just like roam around and. Sick bitch. I would have been like, girl, you
0: live there. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about your neighborhood. This is your community. Your new hood. Rather, you want to feel accepted or like you're at home, but bitch, the ghetto's home. Woo, child, the ghetto. Yeah, That's Your house, your home, okay? Yeah, somebody but that has to irritated come to your neighborhood
1: so... and come visit you, they're going to come through that neighborhood and they're going to say, Susie, wow, Susie. And there's Susie. always the inner conflict I have with, with conversations like that when I walk into conversations like that in the break room, like, okay, do I be unapologetically black right now and let these motherfuckers know? Or do I just water on the duck's back and let them continue to be ignorant? You know, because it can really cause a scene. Unapologetically once you, black was saying. Once you bring yeah. people, once you call people out on their shit, they're like, we didn't mean it like that. And it turns into a thing. Yeah, and so then, most, I, then take that opportunity to educate them.
0: Well,. You might have didn't mean it like that, but as a black person, it was taken that because way. Because
1: you know what? You're right. Because the ghetto to my people is home. Right. We have no choice a lot of times but to be in the ghetto. And Susie ain't got no goddamn choice. She was she doesn't have a choice now, you're right. But I mean for the people who the people who from the get go Don't speak about <laughs> our homes. Right. Don't speak about our home. And the ice cream trucks are bae. Yeah.
0: Bitch. Yeah, I would have probably been like Susie, dead the conversation. Annoying.
1: Did it? Uh, okay. Anyway, but moving along, we're tired. We're tired. We're tired. We're tired of trying to assimilate and be a part of a culture that doesn't want to accept us. So we've decided to love ourselves and love our own people. There we go. That's the only choice that we have at this point. They don't want us in it. We have to accept it fully.
0: Yeah. So at this point, we we can't worry about what white people will do, how they're going to care, feel about us if we make them uncomfortable. For so long, a part of our blackness. Has been a part of making a white person feel at ease. Yeah. Like when you walk in the room the same way, you didn't want to start shit
1: because I you looked, know, right. I'm a
0: pop off and then it's going to be an issue. But so, in or- in efforts to make everybody else feel comfortable, I'm going to be the person who let it ride. Right. Nah, fuck
1: that. We're not doing that anymore. We're tired. We're motherfucking tired. So, like we said, this isn't a new concept. It's not. Our people have been unapologetically black since the beginning of time, too. Yeah. Runaway slaves, Runaway. Civil rights movement, the Black Panthers, mm-hmm. James Brown. I'm black and I'm motherfucking proud. proud. <laughs> it's here. It's in us. You just gotta reach down and tap in, sis. Like we we don't give a fuck. It's become more socially acceptable because I think pop culture. Pop culture. We have some community leaders. Yeah.
0: And we have some um, very famous celebrities: Beyonce, Solange, yeah, Kendrick Lamar. Our
1: leaders. We're at this point. It's like, hey, we're we're black if you haven't noticed and it is it, it, it's lit and you know what we're doing we're not only being black and accepting it we're bringing our blackness to white spaces Coachella Coachella Beyonce came and turned that motherfucker out yes she and said, even, can
0: you believe it but that's not the first time Beyonce did that she it's cut not up Super Bowl Super Bowl formation when she did the
1: when she was hitting the, the formation moves,
0: yeah when she said i like what's negro nostrils Jackson I five, like my
1: negro nose my with Jackson air. 5 nostrils yeah yeah, yeah.
0: I made all this money, but I, like, I got hot sauce in my Come bag, on. swag. I see it. I'm caught up. Yeah. Beyonce is like, you know what? Beyonce's black. Beyonce's a nigga. She's blackety black. She's black, blickety black. Kendrick. Black. Kendrick's blend black
1: from the motherfucking start. I got a bone to pick. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. Girl, <laughs> I used to have to. Girl, girl I had in my throne again. I, when I first started my job, there were times when I was dragged so far to the bottom, <laughs> I had to get in the car and turn, turn on, on the motherfucking Kendrick. We going to be all right, nigga. We going to be all right. He really makes you tap in to the blackness. He does. Kendrick's hair. Kendrick says, I'm from Compton. Kendrick's been black
0: since the rip. He never changed nothing. His conversation, yeah. his dialogue, what he raps about, who he raps to. He lets it be known. The white people are welcome to get it, but this is for my people. Right. He this didn't is change, about the liberation. He
1: didn't change his voice like Kanye exactly you see the way kanye be speaking i'm like kanye cut it the fuck out bro Yeah, my wife you know bro i mean i mean i right shut the fuck up you from chicago bro (laughs) right you from the gutter right so don't sit up here and speak like that you don't have to you literally do not have to he didn't do it from the beginning you go back and listen
0: to graduation you listen to those albums
1: those interviews that
0: he did right college dropout kanye was one of us he was my brother
1: solange Solange, that's another one. Our sis. When she reached down and did, gave a seat at, at the, the table. table. She I gave us more than we a were, seat. Um, she built the table. What was that? What? At the Hollywood Bowl. When that boo came on. <sighs> Girl, screaming at the top of my lungs. Woo. All oh. my niggas in the whole wide world. All the white people were like, mm, this is clearly And there. I love that feeling. Me too. You don't say it. Yeah. You can't say it. This, this shit is for us. us. Because Bitch. you know what, we need it. We need what, some things for us. We need. I'm that. tired of the cultural v- culture vultures, and that's where shit turns from ghetto to acceptable. Yeah. The box braids. Boxer braids. What else they take? The lip the ass. Everything. Everything, Everything that's black, black. That's black.
0: Once it com- grills. Grills. Yeah. Even even now, if you see a kid or a black person like Trayvon Martin, if you haven't been, I know you ain't tapped in on that, huh? Still. The Trayvon Martin case. So they were trying to say that like Trayvon was such a thug. Look at him. He has grills in his mouth. But then some of your favorite white celebrities have grills, have a grill, right? My nigga. Right What are you doing What are you but saying n- So that makes it okay Gold is a part of our Motherfucking culture It is Since our Since our ancestors it's in our The blacks. kings and queens, queens The pharaohs And Egyptians We were doing this This is why we're tapped Into the gold honey Yeah We need it on us Because it, it's, it makes us Feel It represents home.
1: Our, our ancestors It's our culture We're royalty So
0: get the fuck out
1: Yeah I'm getting mad I'm tired of the Culture of vultures tired. I, I'm tired of things No longer being considered Ghetto Once they adopt it But you know what else What the our celebrities being
0: unapologetic unapologetically black it liberates us it does but our blackness is different from Beyonce's blackness from Kendrick's blackness from Solange's blackness because they have a
1: platform they have a platform
0: and when you are a black who's entertaining and a black who is performing to some sort for the white man then your blackness is not a threat right you know but my blackness walking down the street is a threat. If it came down to me and another woman, then I got to either be, hi, I have to be educated, Germany. Right. You know what I mean? But Beyonce, Beyonce is Beyonce no matter where what? she goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm sure Beyonce is educated. She's a bad bitch. Right. But I'm saying that there's a difference in the level of blackness and how you're seen as either a threat or if you're putting some white people at ease.
1: They accept you until you call in Kaepernick the game. And they just don't understand it. No, play your sports and make your money. What? Why That's do you it. have anything else to complain about? You're filthy rich, you son of a bitch. Like, no, nigga, I, there are people getting ki- black men Kaepernick, getting killed at the hands
0: of cops. It's an issue. Once you Lebron James, it's an issue. You know, right. Once you start speaking up against the
1: issues, then now you're a threat to us, right? Little and black you have person. to be silenced or blackballed. <sighs> We're tired. So, but we have tips for the day to day person. If you're not Beyonce, yeah, or you're not. So cause, if you're not kendrick. so and kendrick which i'm pretty sure you're not if you're listening to here we gonna be one day but at this current moment we're not right um we have some tips we have some tips to help you fully step into being unapologetically black if you're not already and if you are you just feel like fuck am i alone you are not alone you're we are here with you we're here with you so first tip make being black positive yeah See your blackness in a positive light. There's nothing that I would rather be than black. Say bitch, I was laying in <laughs> my bed. I'm like, a bitch is lit.
0: Yeah. If I was white, I would be miserable.
1: Yeah. I'm I so, mean, there's privilege we come with there's whiteness. Definitely a lot of privilege, but you know what? I fully I fully accepted that I'm black. Especially being a black, dark skinned girl. That's a whole nother a whole nother level. But I fully have accepted it. There is nothing that I would rather be than a black chocolate bitch.
0: Come on, black chocolate. So, Remove
1: your feelings of embarrassment that might be associated with blackness. Yeah, Fully remove them and own it. Yeah, because like we
0: said, being black is positive. Look at how they're taking everything we do. We are just born with a soulful fucking spirit. I don't know what it is. We have to get creative. I'm just saying like we literally are manner. like different you yeah. feel me like the same way even latino women latinas they got a different little something something in them too that just black people are bl- i mean white people are bland <laughs> they literally are like that potato salad you buy with the even raisins. if i do a store-bought i will still we still put we in some feel- paprika a we little bit of it love right we throw some onion. white it people just own. serve it as yeah. is right and that's how they are and they that's why they pull up nanos. to mama
1: jones what is that it's a little soul food place by my job. The co-workers are like, we're going to head over to Mama Jones.
0: Because <laughs> they lunch. can't get enough of
1: us. We're going to head over to Mama Jones for some soul food. Even and I'm like, like slavery. I they bet. want our
0: black people. Our them black white,
1: titties. Them, exactly.
0: And then white men want to have sex with the black women. We wasn't that dirty. We wasn't that nasty because you was coming and fucking in the middle of the night. Stop. Okay, But we're not going to go there. We're not. Point is, sis, you're beautiful. You're black. You're born with a whole nother little <laughs> sugar spice honey Something all like up in you that that these other motherfuckers ain't got right so tip two surround yourself with other people who are unapologetically black or who are pro-black because it's easy to connect with people who understand the value of black people and black culture
1: yeah you have to be around your
0: own that's
1: why we love shows like
0: insecure that is why we we fully emerge into shows where we can see ourselves we can hear ourselves and it's like, you are me. Being ourselves. That's why y'all like us. Right. Because we say nigga. Right.
1: That, that always connects. I'm like. <laughs> nigga. You're my girl. Right. We're not we're not holding back. This is how we talk off the podcast. In the beginning, it was kind of hard, you know, trying to find our voice. We didn't, we didn't say nigga as much. We didn't say it that much, but we never shied away from it either. No. Once the topics, once the topics, once we have more topics, I mean, it's only natural for us to be who we are. So this is how I speak, except for if I'm at work. Unfortunately. But. I'm on my lunch break. Yeah, on your lunch break. Number three, stop giving a fuck what white people think. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. City City girls. girl's voice. Don't allow your actions or your decisions to be governed by the potential responses of the whites. We don't care. We don't. Whatever the we... response may be, I don't give a fuck. I don't
0: give a fuck. You know what's funny? A lot of my coworkers from work follow me on Instagram. You ain't turning it down fuck no you see my instagram my right. instagram is who i am now if you want to come and follow me you got to understand that this is who i am in all my glory i'm a twerk i'm a dance i'm a up with my sores and they gonna twerk and they gonna dance right and we gonna cut up and i'm a... this is my space right that's and why we're would... black and we twerk that's a mating call that's a ritual <laughs> that's what we do right you feel me that's a part of our heritage that's been passed down from generation to generation bounce that ass girl I'm serious. I'm here with you. And I'm like, I can't not be me because my coworkers are watching my story because I don't want my profile private. Right. I just don't. That's a lot of energy. I feel you. Accepting who want to follow. I'm not going through all of that. It's open. Y'all are doing nothing to hide. But you're in my world. So understand when you watch my story, you're in my world, sis. And I don't give
1: a fuck. I feel you so when shoot people fly, don't bother. yeah when people are like you guys are behaving like are your coworkers following you it doesn't matter because if you're following me you're, and following if you're looking me. at my page then you came over here to see what I'm doing I'm not gonna switch it up
0: no
1: if it makes you uncomfortable go get the fuck on but I mean what I'm doing is acceptable to my standards and we're keeping it that way I'm not adjusting I'm not adapting I'm not following my coworkers because I don't give a fuck about what they're doing and then you but if what? you come over then here it's
0: my space my social media space now it's censored. Now yeah. I can't be who I am because I'm worried. Oh, Jack, Jack from
1: HR, Jack from uh, admitting he watches my, I don't give a fuck, Jack. That even comes down, being unapologetically black even comes down to business opportunities. We have a lot of entrepreneurial base influencers, and brand. a lot of brands won't work with you because you're too black. Then that's not the brand for you, sweetie. We have brands that'll get behind it. Look at Nike. Yeah. It is what it is. Odd money and good money. So if they don't like it, then fuck it. Period. Learned that firsthand. It is what it is. <sighs> it is what it is.
0: And I'm so 10, tired. Tip
1: 4 Fuck with a mom, but I got tired. a lot of tired, tired. Be open and willing to accept all sorts of blackness, even if that blackness is different from your own. Now, this is important. Mm-hmm. For you to be unapologetically black, you should possess love for all blackness in whatever whatever form it comes in. So that means different religions, sexual preferences, social economic status. You can't cherry pick. You can't only love the black people that have moved on up on the Upper East Side. We got to love our black people in the ghetto, too. Mm -hmm. All of them. So you can't have. So you should have rightfully have conditions on your love. Like you can't just love a rapist because he's black. Right. <laughs> Saying I'm loving all people. He's a rapist. I'm sticking by my people because no. no, we're not going off the deep end. I mean, end we should like still that. have principles. Yeah. And morals, ethics. Definitely. But you know. But outside of that, we love all our people. We do. We love them all. So remember that, sisters. Yeah. Don't cherry pick. Sometimes I struggle with that.
0: Not cherry picking like that because you know I'm pretty pro black, but you know, but again, that's about loving all forms of black because my black is different from the next person's, right?
1: We're versatile, we're different, we vary, right? On the spectrum of blackness, period. So, as we said in the beginning, this is tip five
0: understanding that if you're pro black or if you're unapologetically black it doesn't mean that you are anti everything else or anything else right like mama Noel said i just love being black i don't hate on nobody else i'm just saying it i'm for me right that's like liking chicken chicken can be your favorite you love chicken but that don't mean you hate all the other meats right you might still fuck with some beef and some pork every now and again
1: but you love Chicken's chicken your chicken thing. Just that's like what, I think. what the black lives matter Black lives matter because I'm black and my life matters and the lives of my people matter. And that's not saying, saying that, that white other, lives don't matter. Right. Hispanic lives don't matter. Matter. But at this point, black, black lives, lives are, are the, the ones issue. that we're
0: focusing on.
1: Right. So those lives matter. We don't talk about that
0: now. Don't talk. But my black lives. Don't be no all lives matter kind of motherfucker when we talking about the black ones. Don't. We'll be we'll be Hispanic lives matter Latino lives matter. When Junior's life when that happened, right? Junior's life matter it Latino did. lives matter. But right now the racism and and the controversy is happening to our black, black men, men and boys and right. girls. Sandra Bland, yeah. So speaking on black issues too much. This right. came up the idea that. Like, okay, I'm I'm unapologetically black. Is there such thing as speaking on these issues that happen to people too frequently where I'm coming off as like air quotes too black? Or hotep. Hotep,
1: exactly. So I can't stand a hotep nigga. Black or not. You're Seriously. annoying. Yeah, dead ass.
0: So, I, I think the you're best so advice, woke. You
1: need to take your ass to sleep for a little Yassir bit. Yassir is kind of hotep. Huh, he's hotep ass fuck. Yassir from Black But you Love. know what? Most of the hotep niggas don't have their shit together. So, it's like you're trying to do everything but own up to the real issue. He's kind you don't of not, You don't not have a job because you're black. You don't have a job because you haven't tried to get a job.
0: Yeah, he's pretty like
1: hotep. Yeah. Anywho. He's the, the poster child of hotep niggas.
0: <laughs> so... Um, in regards to speaking in on these black issues too much, I think that some good advice would be to choose your conversation based upon rev, rel, relevance, right? So you don't have to just talk about black issues all the time just because, right. You know how some people are like, nah, but I'm black and this is what's going on in the right. black. Like we get it, bro. But we just at brunch, right? It don't gotta be that deep all the time. Right. So, um, if you're moved to discuss issues happening to, and within the black community, by all means, you know, by any means join, Uh, like a group that you can go into, maybe a forum, find a post, uh, a Facebook Facebook group, group, right? But it doesn't have to be the basis of all your conversations. It doesn't. And it's nothing wrong with wanting to speak about those issues. But I mean, we're, we're multifaceted, you know, we are. So in addition to speaking about, the violence that's happening to black people. Let's also speak about the entrepreneurship, the black dollar right. businesses
1: that are growing, you know, shit like yeah, that. Make it Things a productive also, conversation as well. That's always productive. what we should be trying to do. Make it productive, not just yeah. ways Indiana. that we're going to be
0: breaking down systemic oppression to liberate the black person. But like we, you know,
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's that. So on our face, on our Instagram this week, we asked the homegirls. um, have you struggled with being too black or pro black, unapologetically black? And some of our homegirls chimed in. <clears throat> Sorry, Neela Wawa. But um, some of our homegirls chimed in. And we're going to read a few of their comments. All right. So one girl said, No, I love my natural hair and fool everything. This sis is, is tapped in.
0: She no is struggle. tapped in. So do you have another one?
1: Um. Yes, I have a lot of them <laughs> this, Seriously, y'all were going in Yeah, this homegirl said um, She struggles only with natural hair in the workplace That can be tough We talked about that a lot in the blackout work About the I box braids that. About the box braids and natural hair Switching yeah. up to protective styles and everything you, We know how that goes So, Are yeah. you still having those issues at work? No, but I've also been wearing my hair pretty much one way or the other. Either a wash and go or a bun. Okay. So, so they ain't experienced too many. Mind
0: you, she's killing this bun today. Thank you, girl. Bun is on fleek. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Somebody said that they experienced some issues amongst her blackness. Only when their self-hate surrounded her. Like, I don't know what she means, but maybe she says, I think a way she finds liberation is... She wears her Marcus Garvey T-shirt and wears
1: her locks. So she just owns it. Give Yeah, don't give a fuck. No self-hate. There you go. Okay. Another homegirl said, sometimes, especially at work, but oh well, they can kiss my black ass. They kiss can. It. Kiss it, bitch. Yeah. Another
0: person said that she was struggling until she transferred to an HBCU and fell in love with her blackness. That's what I matters. can see
1: that. I can definitely see an HBCU yeah. giving you a true sense of like, okay, bitch. Yeah. You're doing it. A lot of them were kind of like hair
0: in the workplace. Yeah. But girl, that your hair don't got to make other people feel comfortable. If your hair makes you feel beautiful, if your hair is done nicely, if your hair is and nicely is subjective to you, it don't got to be the work standards. Right. You know, not something that's just crazy, though, the purple or the blue. But, you know, wear your protective style. Do your wash and go. Wear your bun. Wear your locks. Fuck these people.
1: Yeah, because they're going to wear their hair how they want to, even if it's the same way every damn day. There you go. That's their business. Yes. So that's that on the episode. now it's time to pick pick up up your your pen. We're dropping a a gym. gym. So this week, the gym is an app. Mm -hmm. And if you recall... If you've listened to our episode with Astro Fashionista, we talked all about astrology and our birth chart, our rising sign, our moon sign and our sun sign and how that gives us a more accurate portrayal of ourselves. A lot of the times we just or in the past we've just focused on our sun sign, which is like the month that you were born, the month and day that you were born. Mm-hmm. But really what makes what makes us up is all of our, our signs, our sun, our rising, and our moon. So, we found this app called the CoStar app, and this app gives you a daily horoscope based on your birth chart. So, you type in your birthday, where you were born, and yeah, that's it. And then it gives you your sun for the time and the time. Yeah, sorry, the time you were born because that matters. Mm-hmm. Where you were born and the date. And then um, it pulls up your birth chart, which should match if you already took the survey or the quiz that we told you about. And then it gives you a more accurate horoscope. Love that. So I like this. It gives you, it breaks it down into different categories. So it has luck and opportunity category, which touches on your ego and identity, love and tenderness, thinking and communication, innovation, responsibility and limits. Then it goes down to the changes of foot. And then, lastly, frustrations and challenges that you may be facing. So, you can also add your friends on here if you want. Yes. Um, My friends, your friends. It's a really minimal, easy to uh, navigate. navigate app. So, it's on, it's on Apple. As far as I know, I'm not sure about Google or any other phone. But, CoStar app. This will be in our gym highlight if you need a visual. But it's C-O-S-T-A-R. Love it. So go download it. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Now it's time for our girlfriend gag. What is the girlfriend gag, Brittany? The girlfriend gag is where you homegirls send us your questions, your comments, your concerns, and we gag about it on the show. This can be about anything. If you have some advice, if you just have some shit you want to get off your chest, if you need some advice, if you have some shit you want to get off your chest, we're here. You can sign in our DMs or you can email us at theblackgirlbravado at gmail.com great
0: so this week we had a email from a girlfriend and she says hey girls I recently started listening to you guys and I love y'all love you love you too I have a question or rather need insight on my situation I'm 22 years old and I'm a senior in college majoring by bi- ma- majoring in biology Blah. I was originally a nursing major, but realized that I'm not as compassionate as I thought I was. I do not regret the decision, but biology is not my passion, and I'm not sure what is. I feel so bland when it comes to trying to figure out what I should be doing with my life. I want to move away after I graduate and maybe start my own skincare line and spa, but I feel like I should be using my degree since I have racked up student loans, and I feel I will be judged if I don't go further into the medical aspect. Do you guys have any suggestions, comments, advice to help me? Thanks. Happy face. Hey, girl. So, um, Mamita, girl. First this is, of all. This is, this is totally natural what you're feeling. Yeah, There's and relatable. Because, so many people who graduate with a degree, finish school with a degree, stop school and didn't finish, and they're not working in their field. They get a degree, and you, what they don't tell us about college is it's not some people get really 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 lucky.
1: Yeah, it's not a guarantee yet. I mean, it's it not. may have been back in the day, but let's be realistic. It's not a guarantee, degree or not. You may not even if you complete the degree in biology, you may not find land a job in the field of biology. So, I just feel like if it's not your passion sis, stop. Yeah. I was 22 when biology was my major and I said, "No, fuck that same." No. Wasn't Same. doing it. Switched over to psychology. Now, am I working in psychology? No, but I enjoyed enjoy the material more. Same. So. That, that was my exact experience. I was so depressed as a bio major. I was like,
0: I don't even want to come to school. Yeah. Days were going by and I'm like, mom, I feel like a depressed dealing with that bio. And once I switched to sociology and minored in humanities, I felt it's so much more peace. Yeah. Like the content was more relevant to me.
1: I was learning more. And as demanding as bio is, you have to be interested in it yeah. because it's just a lot. It requires a lot of you. So to not like it and that f- to not be your passion, you have every right to switch. I mean, what matters more? Someone judging you? Well, she's you? a senior now, so just finish. Well, yeah. But, I Don't don't
0: switch now, boo. You already t- at the end. Finish with the degree. Get, but, a, get a gig, whatever it's going to be to help you pay those student loans. But- you need to cultivate whatever it is that you're passionate about and dig down and do that on the side until you can turn your side hustle into your full-time hustle. So you mentioned the skin and spa.
1: Skin care line spa. Yeah, that's relatable. You need chemistry to come up with some good products. Yeah. That work together. Um, I mean,
0: and, and it's just a phase. School was a was a part of your journey. Yeah. That's how you can look at it. That's one part. <laughs> school was a part of my journey. School was a part of Brittany's journey. Grad school was a part of my journey. But I'm not doing anything that I thought I would have been doing with those degrees. And you're living your best life. I'm doing what I can. Yeah. And I don't plan to get a job or get a career in my field
1: just to be like, well, this is what I went to school for. Right. I racked up the student loans because at the end of the day, the student loans will be there regardless if you're working in the field or not, or not. It's not like if I get a job, the student loans are going to be wiped away. If I get a job in the field, you go in the medical case, I would be teaching right now. If you're, if you're going in the medical field, those student loans will still be there. So you just have to do ultimately what makes you happy. People are going to judge whether you're doing what you want or not. So you might as well do what you want. I've graduated. I'm happy. I
0: fulfilled a goal. I can take it off my list, and now I start a new chapter, because life comes in phases, and that was a, that was a part of your journey and a phase. And now you're moving on to something else. Yeah. So Godspeed. Good luck. You got this, girl. Yeah. Write down some shit that you really want to do, and figure out how you're gonna make it happen. And in the meantime, between time, if you can get a job in your field, awesome. That's great. You can utilize all the knowledge that you've learned. In the coin.
1: Yeah, to on your skincare line. Now, if you get started on that skincare line and you need some, some feedback, hop into the Facebook group, send out samples. Come on, girl, make you it happen. You got this. Mm-hmm.
0: You got this, sister, little sister. Yeah, you're my little sister. Yeah, you're our little sis.
1: So, so um, good luck, baby. Girl. Hopefully, that that worked for you. So <sighs> we've reached the end of the road. All the week, up. We reached the end of the Do road it. and um. Germany's dog is impatient and is ready for us to wrap up this episode and be pet. <laughs> so, so we're gonna. Leave. I need to go lay down.
0: Okay, make sure you rate, review, subscribe again. Yes, to all your homegirls. Love you. Bye. 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 Let's go. Let's go.
1: In a this sweet and you're juice, baby